Okay, welcome back to Journalistic Integrity Bachelor Edition. Alongside Lauren Yetzi as my co-host. And we were done with hometowns. Not really hometowns, though, this time around. A little bit different. I wasn't too high on this episode. Kind of a common theme that I've had all season. Uh, not a great not a great season so far. And in the, the hometowns, quote-unquote hometowns, did not really change my opinion on the season. Lauren, do you have any any first takeaways from uh, this episode? I'm with you, Rob. I feel like this season has been such a letdown. I had really high hopes, maybe a little bit too high, but yeah, this isn't my favorite. This episode was decent. You know, I love hometowns. The fact that they didn't actually go to the hometowns kind of stunk and I think ruined it a little bit. Uh, but I almost forgot that they were all still in Nemecolon because I guess they just changed up the scenery and whatnot. Like when Rachel was doing her skydiving, I thought that they were in Georgia for a second. But I, I the same thing when she came pulling up in that car. I was like, whoa, is that her car in Georgia? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that did kind of throw me off. Uh, they, they did a good job kind of keeping you off balance of, of where you thought you were. But let's jump into the first date. And that was with Michelle, who we were both low on last episode. And. I've got to question the date selection. Their, their big date is going on a bike ride. I think you got to do better than that. Um, so they go they go on a little, little bit about, I guess that wasn't the main thing. They go on the bike ride and then they go into this room and they have her class, her third grade class on Zoom. And they were grilling Matt with questions, which is a tough position to be in if you're Matt, because when you're hearing questions from kids, there's no filter. You could get literally anything. And he was hit with a wide range, like, Hey, are you going to marry her? Are you going to kiss her? Blah, blah, blah. But I think he handled it pretty well. He's able to think on his toes and, and, uh, kind of work around these questions. Was there anything that stood out to you on this date? Um, I think he handled it really well. Like you were saying, I think he's got that experience with the kids, which helped a lot. My favorite thing about this date, I thought she had the cutest hometown date. I really liked the idea with the kids. I thought that was really special. And then her dad was just the cutest human being. I loved him a lot. Yep. I thought her family was really, really sweet. So um, she kind of went up a little bit in my book. I still don't think she makes it in the top two, but I thought her hometown was good. I thought it was really cute. Her dad was Twitter's hashtag king for the night Aww. and uh, they were, they were all over him, but yeah, he was cool. Nice family, nice parents. Um, but one thing I, I didn't see, he wasn't really nervous around the parents or the dad when he was talking to him, which kind of made it feel like he wasn't seriously interested in her and wasn't seriously like, Hey, I need to get this guy's approval because he was like, Hey, I'm going to break up with this girl. Eventually that was my read on it. Um, so that was Michelle. So let's, let's go to the next one date with Rachel, which had the most exciting points in the whole episode. Um, unbelievable. So they go skydiving. And for whatever reason, Rachel is strapped to what looks like a 12 year old boy. And <laughs> if I'm in the plane and I turn around and see that guy, I'm like, no, I would rather go down by myself <laughs> than to have this kid. And not only he lives up to what he looked like, she goes smashing into the ground. I can't believe it wasn't kind of a bigger deal. They didn't give us any slow-mos. But Lauren, she got absolutely face planted into the grass. And she said she had a, a mouthful of, of grass blades. Unbelievable. Like it wasn't, it wasn't exaggerated. Like she nailed the ground. I'm surprised she didn't break any bones. I'm dying. 
dying laughing. But uh, it's funny because Will said the exact same thing as they were gearing up to go. He's like, there's no way this dude's about to jump out with her. Like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, my gosh. It was something else. And go ahead. Um, no, I just I can't believe that one, she took such a big hit. And then two, like they just brushed it off as if it never happened. And the skydiving people just went away, you know, like there was no focus on it at all. And she clearly was not good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was unbelievable. I was almost shocked. Like, holy cow, like did I just witness somebody like fall out of the sky without a parachute? I think he came right? she came down so hard. I also thought it was really interesting. So Matt goes, um, you know, seeing you fall down, I thought there's a chance that like you could be gone. Like I thought you could be, you could uh, die. And I contrasted that like, holy cow, you almost died to when she was telling her mom about it. She was like, Hey mom, like this was actually really bad. She was just like, Oh really, honey? That's, that's cool. It, it didn't yeah. really seem that like it was a big deal to her when if it was me that did that and I was telling my parents or if you were telling your parents or most people, the parents would be like, oh my gosh, like what happened? Where'd you hit? Like, was it that bad? Do we need to sue anybody? But her, her mom was just kind of chill with it. And Matt was, Matt, meanwhile, I was like, oh my God, like, I just, I just saw your life flash in front of my eyes and, and thought, you know, what is this world going to be like without Rachel in it? Yeah. You know, maybe since the parents or her mom wasn't there, she didn't really know how bad it actually was and just was going off of her word. And sometimes you downplay it in your mind. You're like, eh, yeah, whatever. She's overreacting. But true. true. <laughs> and uh, so then she meets with the parents, um, a little bit skeptical parents, as you can imagine, um, with, with a guy that they're just meeting and it's supposed to be engaged to their daughter. Dad was grilling him with some questions, but as I said in the Michelle one, he didn't seem too nervous. He did seem nervous with Rachel's dad and kind of making sure he had the right answers and like really wanting his approval. Did, what what read did you get with uh, Matt interacting with Rachel's family? It's interesting you say that about the Michelle interaction versus Rachel's family because I now that I'm thinking back to it, you're totally right. He was way more nervous with Rachel's dad and he seemed more quiet too. Like he wasn't sure of himself. He didn't really know what to say. Um, yeah. But what did you think about when at the end when he said the whole thing about, you know, I'm not going to ask your dad for his blessing until I know 100% and I don't want to talk to four different families and ask for a blessing, whatever, whatever. And she did not like that at all. She was like, I'm really disappointed. I thought he would have asked. And I kind of see both sides, but I'm leaning yeah. more towards Matt on this, on this end. Cause it's, it's kind of like, you know, you're not down to the final two. There's still so many girls to get through. So I would want him to wait until he knew for sure that it was me before asking for a blessing. I agree. And it seems like Matt, what we've seen through the weeks is he kind of came in with a set of rules like, hey, you come in late, you're not coming in, you start drama, you're getting kicked out. And thirdly, on this one, like, hey, I'm going to wait to ask for a blessing. I'm not just going to ask four straight dads for their blessing. So I think it was just kind of a by the book play for him. But she was definitely a little, uh, not rattled, but uh, a little off put by it. But she is unbelievably confident. She had um one quote where she was like, no, like, I don't want to be cocky, but like, I think I am different. I think what he has a lot stronger feelings towards me than anybody else. So, um, and I agree from what I've seen that their, uh, connection does look stronger. So that was Rachel's date. Let's go to Brie. They did some off-roading. So Brie, we both had Brie in our, in our, uh, final two, I believe. I know I did. I, I had Rachel and Brie. So Brie was up third. They went off-roading. Um, 
saw their mom, her friend, who was also named Bree, I believe, and then her little baby sister, who looked um, like one year, less than one years old. Um, not, I didn't really have much to take away from this one. It, it was just kind of, it didn't really move the needle either way for me. Uh, it was just kind of, just kind of there. I don't know. Did I miss anything? Uh, I don't think you missed anything, but I loved Bree's mom. I right away, I was like, I want to hang out with this woman. She seems so cool. I also didn't realize that her sister was so young. I don't know if I missed that early on in the season, but I was, I was trying to do the math in my head. Like, okay, Bree's 24. So how old would her mom be? I don't know. But, yeah. There's definitely some um, math equations like the, the Galifianakis <laughs> gif or whatever, where you're like, all right, how old does that make this person? <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with the, the mom thing you you've pointed out um, in these first three, how, how good the, the families have been. It was a good showing by all the families. There's never one family where you're like, okay, this, what's going on with this person or the dad seems a little odd or like the brothers, like what, what's going on with him. So um, the families had a good showing. They might've won the episode if we were to put a, a winner for the episode, because I don't think anybody else really stood out. Um, but we'll go to our last one. And that was Serena P. They did a little Canadian trivia. Um, they went uh, ice skating, did a little hockey. Um, and there's her sister. So she meets with her sister, Serena. And the sister says like, hey, do you like this guy? And she's like, yeah. But then the sister's like, well, there's, you're not quote unquote smitten over him. Like I have seen you with other guys. And I don't know if that changed Serena's perspective, but the way that the show was put after that, she started questioning and doubting herself. And that kind of led to the downfall of her and Matt. Uh, how, how did you see it playing out? I absolutely think that was kind of the turning point, the conversation with her sister, because I think she's, it sounded like she's had these thoughts and these feelings, but had been suppressing them. And then when your family members kind of recognize that um, and say something, it, it makes you realize like, okay, you know, what I'm feeling is valid. And then she just couldn't get that out of her head. Um, so I think from that point on, it was just, she was done. Yeah. And, and you could kind of tell like there was a little something missing. She wasn't totally all over him. There's the yoga thing. And it just, there, it felt like, um, a square peg in a round hole. It was they're yeah, trying to force it. Forced. it right, exactly. Right. It didn't feel natural. Um, so she didn't seem ready. And then we go to the good old picnic with Chris Harrison, just two guys, <laughs> a little picnic in the field with a blanket. They got some sandwiches with them. Uh, just super natural. They just happen to be walking around. They're like, Hey, you want to have a picnic? And uh, <laughs> so they have a little chat and Chris Harrison's like, Hey, are, are you feeling a little, you know, are you second guessing? Is there something going on? meets up with Serena and then Serena drops the bomb that nobody wants to hear. Uh, and she says, quote unquote, you're not my person. And that dagger. hurts. And poor Matt, uh, you got to feel for the kid. Uh, I can't imagine uh, <laughs> you're the bachelor. And then you, <laughs> and then you're the one who gets that quote said to you when you're supposed to be saying that quote to other people, it, that hurt, didn't it? It definitely did. And it, it kind of felt like the roles were reversed. Like Serena yeah. was the bachelorette because when he <laughs> left, he went away in the limo. He had like the outgoing um, quotes or whatever, the outgoing yeah. interview. And it was like, okay, who's who in this scenario? Who's, uh, I don't know. But Honestly, the, 
they should have just stuck him in the back of an SUV and put a camera and just drove around and got his his uh, quotes from what went on and acted like he was For the one sure. that just got sent home. But um, yeah, and then he says like, hey, can I like at least walk you out? And it was a boss move by Serena. She went out on top. She made it to hometowns. And then she's like, yeah, not really feeling it. Um, so they go to the rose ceremony. There's only three. There's three roses for three people. So there's no drama in that. Um, and it seems, I mean, so we've got three left. Uh, we've got Bree, Rachel, and Michelle. It seems like, you know, two weeks ago, we had like 15 people, which I think is accurate. It really it's probably right around 15. So it, it really went to three extremely quickly so we've got uh i'm not sure what order they're doing it in but they got like the uh the obviously the final rose who wins and then they've got the uh the girls tell all or whatever uh the next couple weeks so um we're gonna be having one more episode before we get to the uh just the end any anything else stick out to you um that you wanted to mention before we uh get off i don't think so i've I feel like there wasn't much to say about this episode. I agree with you. I think the families really did win. Um, I loved all of the families that we got to meet last night. And I don't know. I just feel for Matt. I, I truly do think that he really liked Serena. And she, after that conversation, I wouldn't have been surprised if she won. I think he really felt um, a certain way towards her. So I feel bad for him. But I like the girls that he still got left. And I, I still think that he'll end up with someone great. Agreed. And so final predictions, we go out. I'm still sticking with Rachel. I just, the flair seemed there. And one thing I forgot to mention when he first saw her, when you see the like introduction, when they first lay eyes on the girl, his smile is a lot wider and like a lot cheesier when he sees her. And so that's part of the reason why I think he's going to go Rachel. Um, so what's your, are you, are you team Rachel too, in terms of who you think is going to win? I've been team Rachel. You know that. Yeah, I love yeah. Rachel. And I, I think Brie will be the runner up. I, I still love her. I would love for her to win. But sweet. I definitely agree that his connection is stronger with Rachel at this point. Agreed. Agreed. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. We'll be back after the final episode and we see who gets picked and we will break it all down for our last episode of Journalistic Integrity Bachelor edition. Lauren, as always, thank you very much. And we will see you guys next Tuesday night for the last episode. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, Rob. Bye.